You're listening to Tape Swap Radio. Seeing a vital music scene around us in Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley, we launched Tape Swap in 2013 to provide a platform for local, independent, and DIY bands. This soon grew to include the many bands that make the Lehigh Valley a stop on and in between tours. Our sessions are recorded at Shards, a dedicated recording space in Bethlehem, PA. The goal of our sessions is to capture the energy of a live show by recording bands entirely live with a small studio audience. You're about to hear another Shards session from Tape Swap Radio. Welcome to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Seamus McGrogan. And I'm Maggie May. Today on the show, we have a shard session from the five-piece Philadelphia band, Line Leader. This is a band that's a little hard to describe. They have a lot of different influences going in. Indie is probably a good word, but they have elements of garage rock and lo-fi pop mixed in there as well. They reference some older 70s singer-songwriters as influences as well. Yeah, interesting combination. They actually joined us the same day that Cerulean Blue was in town. They were touring with Cerulean Blue back in August 2017, and Spider is actually in Cerulean Blue and was playing with them. This is Spider's other band. It's called Line Leader. We're excited to premiere their session. Once again, this was recorded in August 2017, and that's coming up a little later today here on Tape Swap Radio. Also coming up on the show, we have an interview with the founder of Hard Times magazine, Matt St. Combe. The Hard Times is an online satirical magazine that focuses on punk rock, DIY music, and outsider culture in general, and it's going to be familiar to a lot of listeners of Tape Swap Radio. It's, yeah, definitely relatable. (laughs) Matt talked to us from the Hard Times offices out in the Bay Area, and he picked out some of his favorite new DIY releases from the Bay Area to play on the show. All that's coming up today on Tape Swap Radio. We're going to start off the show with some staff picks. And first up, it's Music from the Curls. And this is a Chicago band that we got turned on to when we interviewed Michigan City, Indiana music promoter Tim Bauer. And he had booked these guys before. And they're pretty cool, pretty weird. So we definitely were keeping an eye on them. This is a song off of their new album, and the song's called Hit Him Where It Hurts. Thank you. 
heard you and your whatever with the song heartbreaks in three this is a band that sent their music our way and they actually heard about us through our stage at downtown arts fest so it's cool that they were able to go to arts fest and see the music that we were hosting and one of their members is from allentown originally and they're now based in philadelphia so glad that the word about tape swap is getting out there yeah absolutely and before that we had new music from the curls out of chicago hit them where it hurts was the name of that one another band we're watching out in Chicago. Still to come on the show is our Shard session with Line Leader. Also closing out the show, we have an interview with Matt Sincone, the founder of the Hard Times Magazine. That's all ahead today on Tape Swap Radio. Closing out our staff picks, we have a song from a reading based band, Horrible Charlie, called Browning Out. It's New Year's Eve and I'm feeling older than ever. I think I'll blame it on the weather and how it refuses to change. Let's drink the glass to another year gone down the gutter. Drink another and another until we're blacked out on the floor. I feel like I've been here before. A backstrike of painted memory I can't restore. That was a demo from the Reading based band Horrible Charlie here on Tapesop Radio. The song was Browning Out, another band that sent music our way. And that's going to wrap up our staff picks today on Tapesop Radio. Coming up next on Tapesop Radio, we have our shard session with Line Leader, recorded in August 2017. This is Tape Swap Radio. Welcome back to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Maggie May. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. 
Today on the show, we have a shard session from Line Leader. This is a five-piece band based out of Philadelphia that joined us on tour with Surian Blue, who you may remember also recorded a shard session. Members are made up of Brandon on drums and guitar, Adam also on drums and guitar, Spider on guitar, Yon Boy on guitar, and Ty on bass. Shards in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'd like to play a song for you, uh, written for my uh, late friend, Nicky Bones Benini. This one goes out to him. Shout out to heaven, or potentially the other one. Where he's at. It's called Gemini Divide. This son of a gun took my Gemini. He still got it. He's out there in the ether. Gemini Divide, line leader, we are line leader. Thank you so much for having us.
thanks so much to Shards for having us. We are Line Leader. This song is uh, called Bubblegum. It's the only song we've released in the past two years. And it's a love song that I wrote for Brandon. So thanks again to Shards. Starts off like... Our guest on Tape Swap Radio is Line Leader from Philadelphia. We have the members of the band here. Would you mind going around and introducing yourselves and tell us what you do in the band? My name is Brandon. I play drums and guitar. My name is Adam. I play drums and guitar. My name is Spider and I play the guitar. <laughs> My name is Jan Boy and I play the guitar. My name is Ty and I play bass. All right. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are on tour right now with Cerulean Blue. So, uh, have you have you guys toured out before? Have you played around? Played around. We've played done a around. couple weekenders and you know, mostly Philly based shows. Mostly. But this is the this is the main tour that we're doing. I've you know, toured first, before with a different yeah, version of yeah. the band. You know, we've expanded our uh, lineup. Horizons. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and Brandon's toured before with other bands. Okay. Yeah, I saw on your Bandcamp page. Uh, I checked out, there was three band members listed, so has it grown since then? Oh, yes. I I guess I forgot the like, band, mem- band camp like, list members. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. on the picture, I think. Right? I, I forgot that. Oh, yeah. uh, that's all right. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Yeah, we used to be a power trio. Oh, and okay. now we're uh, more like a quintuplet trio. Yeah. No, no. Quintuplet. It doesn't work like that, but we got bigger. We got five. All right. It's cool to see Lionel. Mama number growing. five. Featured. It started as just Sean. Yeah, it really was just Sean's kind of solo project way oh, back. Okay. Similar to Kevin. Okay. Uh, great. So, how long ago was that that, that you started at Spider? Um, let's see. I went to art school and it consumed most of my life. And then I graduated art school, and then within a week of graduation, I put out my first album, like as like a solo recording. I had like a, a drummer who did the the drum tracks, and I pretty much recorded everything else besides that. And since then, I've been fortunate enough to play some with some like really heady musicians that have like really upped the sound and brought us to like a more raw state of being. Okay, now for people that want to know a little bit about line leader can you give us give us two or three albums or artists that you would you would say are a good starting point to really understand the band all right mm. first of all saint vincent uh annie clark is my number one reason for waking up in the morning and doing anything and if you're not already on the same page then you should probably start listening to saint vincent <laughs> uh the ocs are slammers and they're heavy and they're so prolific and everything they do just blows me away 
and John Dwyer is a beast and a mythical mm. creature of a human being. <laughs> yes. um, outside of that, you'll find like plenty of uh, do-it-yourself musicians that like have just blown me away and inspired me. I was uh, pretty close friends with Alex G in high school, and when I saw him making a mass of music all by himself, recording pretty much every part on like every album that he did, I was like pretty driven to make something more of my own life. So I was fortunate enough to like hang out with that individual and like talk to them closely about like what drove them. It's interesting that Alex G was this sort of inspiration a little bit kicked you kind of into gear a little bit for the rest of the band was there anybody else like that that you would point to that really kind of helped you along in your musical path i would i would definitely point to alex g as a major influence and like you know just wanting to you know every album that he's put out he's dedicated you know every instrument he just gets better at every album so he's definitely a big influence on you know just like dedicating yourself to your craft for sure, and then there's there's guys like you know Elliot Smith, uh, you know Kevin and Cerulean Blue talked about Big Star, just dudes that just pumped out classic songwriting. You know, it's just like songwriting, great songwriters, Harry, Harry Nielsen, you know George Harrison, all those guys just wrote mm-hmm, yeah. classic songs. We are line leader. I'd like to play a song for you called Soft Spot. I'd like to welcome you in to my soft spot. It's gonna start with a screech.
We are Line Leader. Uh, We'd like to play a song called Through the Ringer. To put someone through the ringer is to like give them the full gamut, you know, put them to the test, like really challenge what they're made of. And this one's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've got an album coming out. It's a little, uh, we've been delaying it for about a year and a half, but we might put it out. Thank you so much to Shards for having us. This has been a truly wonderful experience. shards for having us. Uh, the band name is Line Leader. This is our first day of tour. So far, so good. Only a few crucial, crucial pieces of uh, our sets forgotten. Yeah. Uh, my name is Spider. Over here we got Ty, Brandon, Yon Boy, Ahmad. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to play a song for you I wrote about the very relatable feeling of uh, desiring to tear all of your flesh off at once. This song is called Skin Changer. Shout out to Shards of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Paul, shout out to Kyle. I'm in a band with Paul, Kyle, and Kevin. Thank you.
You're listening to a Shard session with Line Leader today on TapeSwap Radio. What can people expect when they come to a Line Leader show? Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of glaring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> glaring, chaos, glaring. And, and, and feedback and noise. Nice. But then, I don't know, just, just raucous rock and roll music that so, just uh, hits you right in your core, I think. Yeah, solid composed songs. Fun times. Always fun, that's for uh, sure. In, in the little bit that you played, do any specific shows stick out that were memorable for you? John got electrocuted. That's the bad part. The good part. Let's think wow. of a good one now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's pronounced spider. <laughs> and I was nearly electrocuted to death when we last minute accepted a show to open for a band that was touring from Italy. I was like, yeah, yeah, they're touring from Italy. We might as well, you know, like support the shit out of them. But uh, we now have a policy that we won't accept shows the night before. You can't you can't hit up Line Leader the night before and ask us to play a show tomorrow. Like we won't do it. We don't play with Italians yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. I think the highlight of that was like Sean goes up to the like Italian guys. They don't really know much English, and he just goes Gorwami and just like walks away. I've seen a few Tarantino films. <laughs> Like, I was stifling laughter. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I hope this isn't airing in Italy. Um, Spider, I'm glad that you're with us. You know, you're with yeah. us. No no permanent damage or anything like that from the electrocution. I, I've lived to to work with much more professional and reasonable individuals. <laughs> okay, and good. It's thrilling, to say the least. You're still in more, like... We wish you luck going forward, and and with the tour that you're you're embarking on, this is your, the second stop of your tour, and you're you're heading up and down the East Coast. So thank you. Good luck with that. We end every interview with a pick from the band. Is there somebody that you ran across touring that you'd like to give a shout out to, and we'll close the session on a pick from them? I think we all agree. Yeah. Yeah, we think yeah no is is a cool band, and we're all. <laughs> That wasn't the one? Georgie V! Oh, shit. Oh, my God. You guys are both nutcases. How much have you had to drink, honestly? Three beers? Can we read like more than both of you, probably, and we all agreed on Arthur Shea. This is a close friend of mine. I'd like to put in a plug. All right. Arthur Shea just released an album. This individual is 20 years old, and they are astounding, honestly. Every track that they have like hits me right at the the deep chords of my heart and uh yeah no we don't need to redo that i'm saying it right here please and on arthur shea as much as we love yeah no arthur shea and georgie v and georgie v yeah (laughs) well that's that that is a challenge of this you get one selection so uh we know that you probably have lots of bands and, and artists that you love but uh, so Arthur Shea is is the pick. So we'll, yes, we'll go I love out. you, Arthur. Yeah. I love you so much, buddy. This is your boy Spider. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go out on a song from Arthur Shea. So our guests were Line Leader. Thank you so much for being here, and good luck on your tour. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for having us, Shards. We're going to wrap up our interview with a pick from the band. This is Philadelphia experimental artist Arthur Shea with the song Hell Yeah. Hey, what you do Don't think much of Don't go hurting everyone. You thought that you once loved. Just because you have you care doesn't Yeah, I never saw
that was Arthur Shea with the song Hell Yeah, as picked by our guest today, Line Leader. And that's going to wrap up our shard session today on Tape Swap Radio. And coming up next, we have an interview with Matt St. the founder of Hard Times Magazine. This is Tape Swap Radio. Welcome back to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Maggie May. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. Up next, we are doing an interview with Matt Sancombe, the founder of Hard Times Magazine, which, if you're not familiar, is an online publication sometimes compared to The Onion, but geared more towards the punk and hardcore scene. Welcome, Matt. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we're, we're kind of like the we're like the punk onion, but I'd like to think that although we started in the punk scene, now we cover a lot of culture in general. Awesome. So it's kind of just like, what if just the onion was run by punks rather than just uh, an onion that covers the punk scene? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that better. Yeah, yeah, when you were thinking about starting up the hard times, were you thinking about not identifying with what you saw out there as far as like the onion and maybe other comedy websites? Yeah, so it was weird. I actually ran uh, a music zine, like a print zine that I would print up like 30 or 40 copies. And I actually got to interview some cool people. I interviewed Ian MacKay, Henry Rollins, Mark McCoy, a whole bunch of people with Lars Ferguson. A whole bunch of people were gracious with their time and let me interview them for this zine. But it was like a comedy zine. So I was already doing like written punk comedy. And then I went to college and I got news writing skills. I became a journalist. And I decided to try to combine those two things. Um, I actually wasn't super aware of The Onion, unfortunately, because I love The Onion nowadays, but I wasn't super aware of it. I was just trying to actually create a section for my zine that was going to be like comedy news. And then I found out, I told some friends about that, and they're like, satire already exists, it's called The Onion, what the hell, go look it up, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's interesting. What really struck me about The Hard Times is a lot of people who are familiar with Tape Swap that like the local music scene here and in other parts of the country, really, just how quickly it caught on. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and this isn't, you didn't start this very long ago either. So were you surprised by how quickly this just seemed to flourish? Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, okay, so I was like in college and I was going to a lot of punk shows. I was living in Oakland. I played in a band that was touring. And I looked at, I started to understand the media landscape because I was becoming a journalist. And I looked at places like the New York Times and they're like these legacy tried and true organizations and then they had their answer to them which was like vice and that was like the younger hip alternative subculture element and then i looked at the onion and i didn't really see that i didn't see the vice onion so that was actually my notion when i first wanted to start this thing was not to create a punk onion but to create a vice onion just like an onion where our everyday man isn't a guy who mows his lawn and has a white picket fence but has an apartment, depression, and a shitty roommate. Uh, <laughs> I can relate. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know, like, prior to starting uh, Hard Times, you, you kind of gained some recognition with the San Francisco Weekly for mm-hmm. writing more satirical pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a journalist, and I, I started writing some stories for local publications, and I noticed the ones that would go viral and would be the best received were always the ones where I was using my comedy even if it was real news reporting. And so I decided, you know, if my comedy is going to go viral, how would I just own the website? And that was kind of one of the ideas that got to the formation of Hard Times. It's definitely an approach that appeals to, like, I don't know, our generation, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a DIY punk approach to the whole thing. Like, you know, why would I create a... Uh, why would I work for someone else creating content that goes viral when I can just work for myself? if I'm the one actually creating the content. So, that yeah, it's weird. You know, I got a traditional journalism background, but I guess I, I fell into that kind of creator online comedy role that a lot of people fill. You know, they could be YouTubers. They could be Instagram influencers. We have a whole publication, and now we have a podcast, and we have, we're have we coming out with a book. But I truly, didn't know about the book. Are, yeah, I haven't announced it yet. No, <laughs> but, there we so go. I can't, I can't say too many details, but it's, in 2019, you will be able to buy a Hard Times book, and we've already turned in the manuscript, and I'm super happy and proud of it, so I can't wait to tell the world. You know, it's interesting to see. We have we might have a publication, but we're still kind of like all those independent online entrepreneur-type people. 
Well, your interest in DIY music is really what sparked our curiosity, and we asked you to pick out some songs of DIY independent bands from your area, and we'd like to take a listen to them. So you picked out some music. What would you like to start off with? Do you want to do Gulch first? Sure, yeah. These guys are they're, uh, they're Bay Area guys. I believe they're actually from Santa Cruz. That seems where they're, where they're all their friends are from. Yeah, they're from Santa Cruz. Um, and when I think of Bay Area people who are DIY music people who are like really excited to be in the DIY scene, they're at all the shows. They're doing they're stage diving. They they remind me of like my group of rowdy friends maybe ten years ago or you know seven years ago. Um, and we've had them on some hard time shows, and they're just so fun to be around and to know. Um, and their music is awesome. So yeah, when you told me to ask, uh, bring up some DIY bands, these are some of the first people I thought of. All right, well, let's take a listen to this track from Gulch. It's called EPTS, and we'll come back with more with Matt Sincombe, founder of The Hard Times here on Tape Swap Radio.
talking with Matt Sinkholm, the founder of The Hard Times, and he picked out some music for us here on Tape Swap Radio. We just heard Foreign Policy by the band High Pressure. So what is it about High Pressure? Why did you pick those guys? Well, these guys have been um, some of the people who I grew up in the area punk scene with. Uh, they're like some of the OG skinhead guys around town. Uh, they played in a lot of different bands and I mean, I've, I've played with these guys in, you know, burned-out squats and abandoned community centers and basements and all over the place. Um, so in my mind, they're just like a, a staple of the Bay Area scene and really good people who I like to hang out with anyways. So uh, I'm a, I'm a, I grew up a really big fan of oil and street punk, and I think that they do a really good job with it. I think they just put this demo out a couple of days ago, but I was excited when I heard it. So when you said DIY band from your area, these guys popped into my head. Great, yeah. And before that, we heard Gulch with the song EPTS and Gulch uh, Santa Cruz Band. So talking about Bay Area bands, do you still, it sounds like you still keep up with the music around there. I try. You know, I'm not as good about it as I used to be. Um, I used to go to more shows and really understand and have like my finger on the pulse. Um, But nowadays I'm kind of uh, working and tired a lot of times and I don't quite go out as much as I should or as much as I'd like to. One thing I do notice now is um, now whenever I go out to a show, I have this very uh, enriching experience of seeing so many people who I've known for such a long time. It's almost like every show becomes like a family reunion or something. Um, and I always leave feeling like very good. Uh, it's like a very positive experience. And it wasn't always like that. So Yeah, I can definitely yeah. relate to that. So besides going to local shows, is it an issue that like I find myself running into is like trying to narrow down new music i don't want to say that like it's oversaturated because i don't want to discourage anybody from creating but like it's overwhelming do you have any techniques to narrowing down finding newer music or is it kind of just like embracing your local scene most of the time i just put on destiny's child and i listen to that (laughs) but um you know not really i listen to i will always listen to um a band if it's like someone who I've known for a really long time has new music or like the guys like Gulch where it's like they become important factors in the scene where their energy and enthusiasm really actually the scenes like seems to run on that sort of stuff, you know? Absolutely. And so you can't ignore, I, I feel like you can't ignore bands like that if you're from the area. Like the Santa Cruz kids are just, they're very excited about it. And that's, it's exciting to see and be a part of and watch and have them on our shows. It's a good, healthy thing. I, I do think that there's a lot of bands that, that come into being that I just completely miss and never hear about. But that's just, you know, that's just an element of being a person and having a lot to do. A lot of hardcore bands sound similar. You know? yeah, I've heard a lot of it before. Hard to keep up with everything. Yeah. Yeah, so much with hardcore music is wrapped up in live music and going to the yeah. show and experiencing that. So it's great that you're still plugged into a lot of what's going on down there. I try my best. Uh, so speaking about the hard times, it's 
you know, it's become near and dear to so many people involved with going to shows and to punk rock. And it does, it really does a good job of sort of poking fun in a, not in a mean spirited way, but a lighthearted way of the things that sort of dominate the life of people that are interested in live music and underground music. So you've, you've released, you probably put out a lot of headlines. Do you have any wild idea how many headlines, how many articles the hard times has put out? Hmm, that's really interesting. Um, well, I know it's been one a day for at least four years, um, but we've often done two or three a day sometimes. So it's at least 2,000, I would think. Um, so a lot. That's a lot of headlines. Um, <laughs> that is a lot. Are there any that are still, after all these years, near and dear to your heart? Maybe some that you came up with early? Um, yeah, you know, I actually wrote the original hard time stories, um, two years before the website launched because I had the idea, um, prior to launching the website and then I killed off the idea. My friends told me I was going to get beat up and that no one was going to read it. And I was like, that doesn't sound like a very good proposition. (laughs) Um, so I kind of shelved some of the stories for a while and then they came back around when, uh, I met Bill Conway. He became my co-founder. Um, you know, there's a lot that kind of pop up back in my head i actually have this um i like the ones that like bombed that like no one likes uh like my co-founder bill wrote this story uh extra long butt flap or punk embarrassed after extra long butt flap gets stuck in uh escalators (laughs) (laughs) such a a stupid story that like it was just like this is back when hard times was first popping off and like every story that we wrote like we would have so many viewers and then when we released that one we were like is the website broken like how <laughs> not but 12 people couldn't have read this right it would have been more than 12 but it was just a, <laughs> a total bomb um maybe one of the first hits that i really wrote was the uh i think it was crust punk house made entirely out of patches and then I made a little Photoshop of a house made all out of like, you know, crust punk jeans where they're all like completely patched up. So. Okay. So you were writing the headlines in the articles and doing some quick Photoshop jobs too. Yep. In the beginning, it was just Bill and I, I had more of a handy Photoshop skills. So I was doing the photos and Bill was uh, writing a lot of the articles. I was writing a few too. It, yeah. You know, it grew into a bigger thing with a lot of contributors all around the country, but it's, still something where, you know, there's times where I will do weird, small tasks. Everyone pitches in, even other editors. Um, so it used to be when we first started, it might be like, I would write an article, do the Photoshop for it, copy edit it, code the website, and put it up, you know. Like, I actually did code the original website. Not in a fancy way, but now we have a, a person who's much more talented at that. Her name is Amber. Yeah, well, it's it's really grown and changed, and it's just you know struck a chord with so many people out there. And you were mentioning a few things that are going on in the future of the hard times. So, just real quick again, you said you have a podcast now and a book coming out. Is there anything else that you want to mention? Yeah, I mean, those are the two things that we're working on and that we're really happy about. I've been a big heavy listener of podcasts for uh, a while. And Bill had a podcast in the past called Edgeland. I actually met him through a podcast. He invited me onto the Edgeland podcast, and that's how I met Bill. And so we wanted to do a Hard Times podcast for quite some while, while, but we just haven't really got around to it. And now we actually put our put some serious time into it, and we've decided to launch a network where Hard Drive, our video game vertical, is going to have a show. We have a show, and we're going to add on more shows as we go. Um, it's been great. We're getting a lot of downloads and advertisers and a good public response. I think people are really excited about it. So that's, that's the main thing that we're doing. Hard Times Podcast Network. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I assume everyone can find information at the Hard Times website. Sure. Yeah. There's a menu button. You can just press podcast. But if not, you can just go to thehardtimes.net backslash podcast with like an S on the end. All right. Well, let's get to your last pick for DIY music that you're digging right now. And the last song that you had is a song called Pendulum from the Old Firm Casuals. So what was it about this band and this song that you picked out? Yeah, well, I, I love this band. Uh, Old Firm Casuals, uh, they're one of my favorite uh, Bay Area bands. They're an old band. Uh, and watching their progression as a band, I listened to their very first demo, and it was pretty good. But then 
they really took their uh, into their own form uh, a couple of releases in, and then they released um, an LP, I think. I think it was or maybe it was an EP. It was called Butcher's Banquet, um, I think. Um, and they had some really good tracks on there. Uh, Wartime Rock and Roll was another one that they released. Um, and I've just been watching them grow and grow, and I really like the direction that they're headed in. And Pendulum, it matches a lot of the things that I like about Oi, where it's melodic, but then also tough um, and not corny. So, like, I feel like that's kind of like the the hard parts about making good Oi music is it has to, you want that, like, guitar riff to have some uh, melody to it. And, like, I don't know what the right word is, maybe harmonics, I don't know. Um, but, like, if you listen to the opening guitar riff of this uh, song, I think it has, like, a perfect Oi riff. And then the... Uh, the lyrics of this one are really good too and interesting and uh it's about intense divisiveness and um the the type type of like uh you know you exile people who you don't agree with and you shout people down and don't let people speak um that's how i took a lot of this uh these lyrics um, and yeah so i'm a big old firm casuals fan and uh this song in particular but there's a whole lot of songs on this lp that i like all right, well, we'll end it up with a track from the Old Firm Casuals. This is Pendulum. We want to thank our guest, Matt St. Combe, founder of The Hard Times, and best wishes to success for The Hard Times and all your endeavors going forward, Matt. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, you're listening to Tape Swap Radio. Listen back to our sessions, see video, and keep up to date with live events. Visit us online at tapeswapradio.com. That's also where you can submit your music to be featured on an upcoming show. And of course, we're also all over social media on sites like Facebook and Instagram, so check us out there. I'm Matt Mulchaney. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.